Seven things readers notice when picking up a book. Hello and welcome to the Business of Self-Publishing podcast, episode number 42. Thank you for joining me for the Business of Self-Publishing podcast. I'm Joseph C. Kunz. This podcast is an insider's guide where I share with you my self-publishing experiences and hopefully give you the tools and insight to become a financially successful and happy self-publisher. Seven things readers notice when picking up a book. If you have any hopes of having your book achieve financial and critical success, you must understand how your readers, who are your customers, view your book, which is your product, when they first see it online or on a shelf. Once you fully understand how your readers will perceive your book when they first see it, you can adjust your book accordingly. Now put yourself in the shoes of the buyer. In order to accomplish this, you must separate yourself from your personal feelings about your book and think like the objective buyer would think. Think about who the audience is for your book and try to step into their shoes and then look at your book objectively and subjectively through their eyes. Now some important questions to ask yourself. One, what would attract you to a book like yours? Two, what would attract people in your audience to a book like yours? Three, would you as a buyer be more attracted to a handsome cover or to the cover blurbs? Four, would you buy a book based on its cover art or because of the well-known names that are quoted on the cover? Five, does the book's page count seem too long or too short to cover this topic adequately? Six, Does the subtitle seem to be promising too much for such a topic? And finally, seven, how does your book's attributes compare to other books within your subject category? Now here is a quick look at the first things that readers notice when they first view your book. One, cover art. Having the appropriate graphics, images, photos, illustrations, colors, fonts, and so on are essential if you expect to get noticed by book buyers. Books with a great looking cover almost always sell better on Amazon than those that have a lame, confusing, or unprofessional looking cover. What needs to be on your book's cover that will draw in or attract a reader or a buyer? Are the graphics, colors, and fonts appropriate to the book's subject matter? Make sure that you design several covers and don't be afraid to hire professional help. Two, title and subtitle. Your title must grab your buyer as quickly as possible. Generally, it must let the reader know what your book is about in as few words as possible. You can give more specific details in the subtitle. The subtitle is where the author lets the buyer really know what the book is about. When deciding which book to purchase, the buyer will usually give more weight to the subtitle 
than to the main title. Number three, the big, well-known names will always get more attention, but there are several ways for less well-known authors to get the shopper's attention. The new or less well-known author can impress the consumer by putting the title of a previous book that they have written directly under their name on the cover. They could also bring attention to their business or personal website, which the consumer can quickly look up on the internet. One of the best ways to bring attention to a lesser known author is to get a much bigger or more well-known name to write the books forward. This person's name will also appear on the cover directly below the author's name. Four, cover blurbs. Blurbs or short testimonials are essential for making book sales and they're not difficult to get. The best ones and the ones from big name authors and celebrities should be on your cover front and back. You should include all the other blurbs that you receive inside your book as well as on your book's website. You must get them from a wide variety of sources, not just the big names. Five, the forward. The forward is a discussion about why the reader should read your book. It's a place where a guest author shows the reader why they should be reading this book. If it is written properly and by the appropriate person for the job, the book's author will gain a lot of credibility in the reader's eyes. Number six, the preface. The preface is a discussion about how the book came about. It's a place for the book's author to tell the reader how this book came into being and why. It will build credibility for the author and the book. More credibility will translate into more book sales. The preface is where the author should explain why they wrote the book and how they came to writing it. The author should be showing the reader why they are worth reading and buying. And finally, number seven, the introduction. The introduction is a discussion about the content of the book. Here, the author sets the stage for the reader and prepares them for what can be expected from reading the book. The introduction grabs the reader and intensifies the reader's desire to find out more and hopefully devour the entire book. Now to sum up. The key to doing this successfully is to force yourself to look at the book as if you are a buyer and not the author. Be objective as much as possible. Ask your family and friends for their unvarnished advice. We all know someone that doesn't hold back. Find this person and ask for their help. Compare your book to others, especially those from successful authors and those published by big publishing companies. How does yours compare? What is your first impression of the other books? What catches your eyes? Spend an hour or two in a big bookstore, walking around and examining the books all over the store, not just in your book section. It's not a difficult process, but one you must devote some serious quality time to exploring. Thank you very much for listening. Visit my blog, kunzonpublishing.com, where you can read the full text of this podcast and read lots of great info about self-publishing. And please keep your email questions and comments coming. Thank you and good luck.